0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Get ready for the final six anointed messages in Pastor Ray's inspiring series, Integrity, True Humility, and the Sin of Pride. Following up on his three-day power-packed introduction on integrity, there can be no greater spiritual contrast than that between the subjects of his final six days of instruction, the humility of a compassionate heart, and the evil of the sin of all sins, pride. While pride always seems to satisfy self, true humility always demands a spirit of true love, always at a personal cost, always esteeming others higher than yourself. Humility and love will always seek first to please God, while pride will always seek to please man. What an inspiring example of true humbleness of the heart you'll hear in Pastor's narrative of Jesus coming to earth as man, the greatest example of true love and humility known to mankind. Now, here's Pastor with more life-changing messages you can't afford to miss.
1: This is true humility. When we're willing to let go of something for a greater good, to bless somebody else. I forgive, I release somebody, it may not be easy for me, but true humility says, in this humble mind, I have to get myself together and say, I have to do this, because this is the right thing to do. I humble myself, I lower myself, I come down a few notches, so that I can accomplish a greater good. I can accomplish something greater, in, for somebody else. Oh my gosh. So he did not consider equality with God, something to be held on to. That's why every blessing we have, we can never hold on to it. Every blessing we receive from God, we've got to understand that God empowered us with that blessing. And sometimes we're going to have to, we're going to have to just turn it over. We're going to have to come down a few notches and turn it over to somebody else. And be a blessing to someone else. Am I, am I getting this across? Because I, I feel it in my heart. This is the pattern that Jesus laid down. We all have busy lives. We all have things that we're involved with. But, but sometimes if we're going to really walk in the pathways of humility the way Jesus laid it out, the example that he laid out, we're going to have to come away from being so consumed with ourselves and our own needs and our own Situations and begin to see that sometimes I just need to come down a couple notches and leave that for a while to accomplish a greater good yes. that maybe might not even affect me but bless somebody else. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But selfishness and pride says, uh-uh, I'm too busy, don't have enough, don't have enough time, don't have enough resources, don't have enough money, don't want to do it. I don't feel like it. But yet Jesus, we see the pattern and the example that Jesus laid down and the Bible tells us, let this mind that was in Jesus be in you also, who was in the high place in all the glories and the splendors of heaven. But because he knew there was a greater good, there was a greater mission, there were people that were in need, divested himself of all of that, never left his deity, but did leave the place of glory to come into this lowly earth to take on the form of a man to be trapped in a human body, to live and be exposed to all the passions and all the things that human flesh brings. He humbled himself. That was a humbling thing for Jesus to take on flesh and to walk in this life. But he came down, humbled himself to accomplish a greater good, to accomplish a greater purpose. And, and, and this, is, this, this is what the Bible is saying that we need to follow this same pattern. See, we should be some of the most unselfish, generous, mead needing people that the world would ever know. People should see us so fixed on other people more than we are on ourselves. I wonder sometimes why people come to church. Do they come solely just to receive something? And you should come to church to receive something. That's good. You need to come to receive because you're empty all week and you need to get filled. But do you come to receive and then just go home and keep what you receive for yourself or are you receiving in a way where you are getting yourself in position to reach out to somebody else and give back to them what you yourself have received Pride and conceit and arrogance just holds on to it said this is all about me all about me all about my life all about my situations Humility says there's a greater purpose I've got a i have got I got to come down a few notches i got to leave this for a while. i got to get my attention off of this for a while. And I've got to do this. I've got to walk this pathway because there's a greater good. I've got to accomplish something greater. And it may not benefit me. I, all I may get is the joy of joy out of doing it. But, but someone is going to receive the benefit of what I give or how I help or how I reach out. So it says, being in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. But made himself of no reputation. Made himself of no reputation. See, see, humans are all about reputation. We're so worried about our reputation, but yet, Jesus, the example that Jesus laid down is he made himself of no reputation. We shouldn't be worried about reputation. Who cares about reputation? There was a time in my life where my reputation was at stake, and I was all, you know, all, all upset about my reputation. And, 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 you know, in my head, I'm just going, my reputation, my reputation, my reputation, until one day God got me by the back of my, the collar, you know, grabbed me by the back of my neck and said, Hold it, you have no reputation. I am your reputation. Go back to the word and see what I did for you. I made myself of no reputation. So really what we ought to be doing as Christians, instead of trying to make a reputation for ourselves, we ought to be working at making no reputation. That, you see, what we've got to understand is that the principle of humility is this. Exaltation by God. This is the way you get exalted by God. You go down. Make no reputation, God will give you a reputation. And listen, when you're truly humble in heart, you won't even know you have a reputation. You won't even care about a reputation. God will give you a reputation. People will think about you in a way that you don't even think about yourself because you don't see yourself that way because you keep small in your own eyes. That's right. Jesus worked at keeping no reputation. He came down and made no reputation, and yet he could have, in one little flip of his finger, he could have just put the whole universe to, to, to end right there. Could have blown the whole thing up with one little flip of his wrist, but yet he made no reputation of himself. True humility Operating in the principle of humility, of true humility, we seek no reputation. We want no reputation. We don't look for any reputation. We don't even try to protect our reputation because we are so lost in God. We are so lost in his word that reputation means nothing because my reputation is him. He is my reputation. Is everybody with me? Taking the form of a bondservant, A bondservant is one who willingly gives his service to another. He willingly came from heaven to give his service, to give his life to us so that we could benefit at his expense because that's what true love is. Others benefit at my expense. So taking on the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself. Now, now that's a, that's a very important point there. He humbled himself. Notice, notice something that humility is something that we need to do to ourselves. I found out something. If we don't humble ourselves, God will see to it that we are humbled. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've been in a couple of those situations in my early days. <laughs> you, know, you know, you get, you, 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 maybe it's just an ignorance. I don't know what it is, but you know, you, you, you lose You know, you lose yourself and sometimes you know you're, and I've seen, you know, look at me, I'm spiritual. People trying to be spiritual, trying to, I'm spiritual. Look at me. I mean, I've been around some people, they just think they're so spiritual. They want everybody to think they're spiritual, man. Oh, they want everybody to just recognize their spirituality. Pride, 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 pride. If you are walking in the principle of humility, you don't care if anybody recognizes whether you're spiritual or not. You just hope they don't see your sin. You just hope they don't see your sin. But there are those, and I've been around them, and you've been around them too, that are just trying so hard to be spiritual. Man almighty, I'm just trying so hard. I'm just remembering every day how much I need the blood of Jesus, (laughs) how much I need the purifying blood of Jesus in my life. And it's just amazing to me how puffed up Christians can get. I mean, did you ever walk down the street and see sinners, you know, and you get all like, oh, look at them, look at, look at those drunks. You know something, you, you and I have to be reminded of something. There's no difference between the drunk on the street and you and me. The only difference between them and us is Jesus. That's it, because we could be there or worse so so we as christians should never walk puffed up and prideful and, and and this is you know this is why i believe that you know evangelism is in america is at an all time low because we're so prideful we don't want to get our hands dirty we don't want to rub elbows with the unclean Or the drunkard, or or the prostitute. Or we don't want to. We don't want to bring him into our church because oh, we're we're afraid. Oh my God, what are people going to think if prostitutes show up? What are people going to think if homosexuals show up? What are we going to think if drunkards show up, or a murderer, or or someone who's just been released from prison? That's pride. That's conceit. That's selfish. And yet Jesus gives us the pattern the example that he made no reputation, he humbled himself, he left all the splendors and the glory to come into this humble abode, take on the form of a man. He did that, so he did that. He went through this process so that he could be a greater blessing, a greater thing could happen. And yet in the Christian church, you know, for fear of embarrassment, we will not witness to someone. Pride. Do you realize that embarrassment is nothing but pride? for fear that we'll be rejected or or they'll they'll misunderstand or they won't be our friend anymore. That's all pride. And the pattern that Jesus laid down is that he humbled himself, made no reputation, divested himself of all of his glory, came down from from that high place, humbled himself to accomplish and, and achieve a greater good. And you see, one of the things that we have to do as Christians is be careful that we're not slowly drifting to the side of pride. Because the more we drift to the side of pride, the further we're drifting from the side of humility. And if we ever get to this place where we're high and mighty and lofty and no one can touch us anymore and no one can be in our company, you have to be a, a certain type of person in order for you to be in my company and me to be in your company. I'll tell you what, we have fallen into the grips of pride and it's a stench in the nostrils of God. We're called to follow and walk after the pattern of Jesus Christ Himself, who humbled Himself, made no reputation, put put Himself down in order to accomplish a greater good, to be a blessing. Is anybody getting anything out of this? Taking the form of a bond servant and and we we to understand this, folks, that we're nothing. You know, I, I mean, I see, and I hate to be picking on Christians, but it, it just bothers me. I see some Christians, they're strutting around and, and, and thinking that they're something and high and mighty, and, 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 and man, it, 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 we're nothing but servants. That's what we are. We are servants in the hands of God. That's what we're called to do. We're called to get our hands dirty. We're called to get ourselves dirty. We're called to roll up our sleeves and, and, and you know, put our hands to work and, and we're called to get tired and, in the work of the Lord. We're called to, to, to be stressed out in the work of the Lord because that's what a bond servant does. That's what a servant does. A servant serves. And this is the pattern that Jesus laid down. If we're not careful, we're gonna get on the other side of this and it all comes from position. Well, I'm not getting my hands dirty. Let somebody else do it. I'm just trying to say that what we need to do is we need to see ourselves as servants. Just servants and whatever needs to be done, let's do it. Because that's the position of humility. That's what Jesus is calling us to. That's the pattern that he laid down. And yet in modern Christianity, what I'm seeing are superstars. Jesus wasn't. I know there was a play called Jesus Christ Superstar, but I've got news for you. Jesus didn't want to be a superstar. He didn't come to earth to try to be a superstar. He came in the form of a man, a bondservant. He humbled himself, rolled up his sleeves and went to work and just operated in obedience to God and to his purpose and to his will, and as a result, the greatest event that could ever take place in the history of the the universe took place. Jesus died upon the cross, shed his blood, broke the power of the devil. In one sweeping move, the keys of the kingdom were ripped out of the devil's hand. All authority was given to Jesus. Jesus gave you and me the authority. (laughs) And to this day, we have power and strength and authority in the name of Jesus. And guess what? He never rode on a white horse. He never wore a gold necklace. He didn't live in a castle. He did the greatest work through the acts of humility. And the greatest works that you and I will do as a Christian in this church or wherever we go, wherever we are, the greatest works that we will do, the the things that will make the greatest impact in the lives of people are those things that we do with the greatest of humility. Because humility is a very extremely powerful force that Jesus demonstrated in his own life. And if you and I of all Christians could get hold of the principle of humility, we would begin to walk in a level and a dynamic of power that we have never experienced before so much so that devils would tremble in our sight. Why is it today that we don't see the outpourings, the miracles, the healings, the deliverances like we read about in books from years ago? Because I believe that pride has entered man's heart and especially you know, in the heart of the Christian and it has short-circuited the power because God cannot operate through a Christian who 's puffed up with pride? he can only work through the principle of humility because that 's the principle that he laid down yes. that 's the principle that Jesus demonstrated so it doesn 't matter how well off we become, how famous we become, how powerful we become, how much money we we, we earn. It doesn't matter in ministry how far we go, how many people we touch. We have to maintain a level of humility. You work in the kingdom, you do it with all humility. It's not about you. See, if we really had the principle of humility working, there wouldn't be these inward fightings in the church. Jealousies and prides and and bickering and fighting and, and, and you, you hear about it all over. And churches split two and three and four times because of all this nonsense that goes on. It's all, it's all the sin of pride. And the sin of pride began with the devil himself in heaven when he said to God, I, I want to be like the most high. Every act of pride in our lives is saying, is crying out that same thing. I want to be like the most high. Humility says, I, I mean, there's a clear example. I haven't read it in a while, but I'm called, it's called to my, mem- to, to my mind. There are two men that go before God and one says, I'm a holy man. I, I do not sin. I do not do anything. I'm, I'm righteous. I'm this and that. And he's just boasting before God of how good he is. And then there's another man that comes and says, I'm just a rotten old sinner. And Jesus said, Which one is justified? And the answer, of course, is the man who just has a self assessment of his own wretched state and his need for Jesus, his need for God in his life. Oh, God, I don't know. I I just, this was rumbling around in my spirit all day today. We just have to remember where we come from, what God has done in our lives, that we need to operate in the principle of humility to the best of our ability. Let me just finish this up and then we'll finish. We'll, we'll finish. Let me just read this through. Verse eight. And being found in the appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Obedience. Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice to hearken than the fatal rams. Obedience. True humility just wants to obey God. Humili- humility... When we operate, when we're operating in humility, all we want to do is be obedient to God, and we strive every day to do that. Be obedient to the Word. Be obedient to what God has, you know, called for us to do, and that's that's an act of humility to be obedient to the Word of God. As a matter of fact, you know, you really can't be obedient to God if you're if you're um, if you're operating in pride. Very difficult. Can't do it because it just it just can't be done. I found out in my life. That every time I had to, when I came to the point where I realized that I needed to become obedient to God over something, I had to humble myself. I had to humble myself. I had to turn to God and say, God, forgive me. I've been fighting you. I've been, I've been, I've been running from you. I had to humble myself it, 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 before I could actually become obedient. I had to make something right with God. Is everybody with me? Is this too heavy for you tonight? He humbled himself and became obedient death, even death on the cross, therefore, 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 because Jesus did this, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the sound of the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on the earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he went the way of humility and humbled himself and kept the right mind, was willing to do the Father's will, therefore God highly exalted him. There's the principle. You humble yourself, God will exalt you. You know, this, is, this, is, this principle is like, I like to call it the principle of great exchange. Give and it's given to you. You give God your ashes, he gives you beauty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You humble yourself, God exalts you. And when God exalts you, he puts you in the greatest place you could ever be, a place you can never get to by yourself and by your own efforts. So the the principle is humility. Humble yourself. Let's constantly be reminded and aware of the fact that we're called to follow the same pattern as Jesus walking in humility in every area of our life. Be humble at work. That's hard to do, isn't it? Be humble at work. One man said, swallow your pride. It won't give you indigestion. It won't give you indigestion. Or swallow your pride, it has no calories. Somebody else said. So even at work, wherever you are, in in, in the supermarket, wherever you are, out on the street, Just operate in the principle of humility in every way that you can. Patient, kind, loving, not conceited, looking for the good of others, always with a helpful heart and a helpful hand. Don't be so self-focused. That's pride. Stop being so self-conscious. You know being self-conscious is a form of pride? Just because it's conscious of self. When you're lost in Jesus and you're lost in his word, you can't be self-conscious because you're not conscious of self, you're conscious of Jesus. Oh, brother, that's that's big, that's deep, (laughs) that's deep. Be conscious of Jesus. Be conscious of the Word. Be conscious of the Holy Ghost. Be conscious of the anointing. Be conscious of what God has called you to do. Be conscious of the fact that you've got to keep yourself adjusted, keep yourself out of the ways of pride, and just walk
0: humbly before your God. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry.